Hello and welcome to Fresh Talking, the Fresh Air Group podcast, where we discuss all things communication, internal, external, TV, radio, advertising, above the line, below the line, through the line, any more? Line dancing. Nice one. In each podcast, we take on a comms topic. We discuss how we approach it as a production company and we share our thoughts. We invite you to share with us your thoughts too. Mm. And hopefully we'll come up with some tips and tricks along the way that we can all make use of. My name is Paul Philpott. I'm the CEO here at Fresh Air Group. And I used to be Martin Burgess Moon and I'm the media production manager. So this one is going to be a podcast about podcasts, right? Yes, but what we're going to do is narrow it down by mm-hmm. talking about how SMEs in particular can make use of them. That's right. We'll be talking about what podcasts actually are, what's involved briefly in making one, and why as an SME you should consider using one. And at the end of this programme, I'm going to put you on the spot and give you three random industry sectors or trades or something or jobs. And you're going to have to come up with some titles and ideas on the spot, right? Oh, joy. I've just decided. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, let's start by asking what is a podcast? So what does it achieve and why should anybody do it? Okay, this is a podcast, isn't it? It is. Brilliant. Question answer. We can go home now. (laughs) And your podcast as a term. I guess it used to be used solely for audio downloads, things that you'd subscribe to and listen to Mm -hmm. whilst you're on the move, whilst you're doing something else. And it would kind of be just the realm of an audio programme. You'd have one programme, several programmes, several podcasts. Mm. Generally speaking, they would all fall within a certain theme, an overarching theme. Mm. And then each podcast would discuss a different topic. Say, for example, you're producing a series of them based on a particular hobby. Mm. For example... Quilt making. Quilt making monthly. That's the podcast. We'd have one talking about the stuffing. Yeah, yeah. Another one talking about the edging, you know, the stuff around it. Mm -hmm. And maybe another one talking about the style and what you can do to make your own quilts, perhaps. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just random. But I think the term now, it's also used to cover video. People do video podcasts as well. Video casts or whichever way you want to refer to it. And it's a really good way of promoting what you do Mm -hmm. and sharing with people your passion. Right, okay. Who is it that we've done them with in the past and what have they generally been about? I think it's fair to say most of our podcasts have been corporate in style. Mm -hmm. They've been used internally within an organisation. So if you've got a large business that consists of more than a thousand employees, you might consider using a podcast to, and I hate this term, they throw it around a lot, cascade information mm, down. Yes, yes. Yeah, you cascade it downwards. Yeah, and across. And, and across. You ever cascaded sideways? Not recently, no. Okay. There's an injunction out on me on that. <laughs> so if you've got like a CEO and they mm. want to share things with their team or... Again, plucking an idea off the top of my head. Say you're a bank and we do work with a Mm -hmm. couple of banks. Mm -hmm. You have subject matters such as legislation, new products and services that you need to share with your team and explain to them how they explain it to their customers and how they actually work through it. And podcasts are a really good way of doing that. Okay, We've talked about what they are. I guess on the tip of everyone's tongue is, right, I've got a great idea, but how do I actually put one together? Right. What we tend to do is when we have somebody coming in to do one, we will have spoken beforehand about the structure. They'll have an idea about the subject matter. And what we'll do is break it down so we can say that's too much for one podcast. We'll split it into several and we'll cover this subject for this particular first podcast. And what we'll do is we'll ask them to not necessarily script it, because if you script it, it will sound like you're reading a script. And does that um, actually happen? Yeah. No matter how many times you go through it, it will still sound like you're reading a script. The best thing to do is to think about what you're going to say and then just put bullet points down on paper. 
so that as you're doing it, you can glance at it and check that you are covering everything you want to, so you don't get to the end of it and think, oh, I didn't mention whatever. How so, do you challenge someone's fear of their own voice, though? Because there's lots of people who say, oh, I'm not going to yeah, do it because I hate the sound of my own voice. You, you get a lot of strange vocal quirks. Somebody could be talking to you normally, and then you sit them down in front of a microphone, and then they'll start... Eh, 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 Every well, sentence through like that. nerves. Yeah, just through nerves. So we, we sort that out. I did it then. <laughs> we, we, we sort that out through editing. So what we'll do is we'll, you may have several takes and uh-huh. the, the first part of one take might be better than another and so on. So you just take the best bits, stick them all together and they'll sound marvellous. Nobody really does like the sound of their own voice. We've been in radio before and there's nothing worse than sitting down with your boss, listening back through recordings this of what you've true. done yeah. and hearing your own voice. Nobody really enjoys that. My answer to that would be, don't worry about that. Uh It doesn't really matter what you think of it. It's what other people think of it that counts. All right. Very quickly then, does it have to be funny? Not necessarily, because if you're co-op funerals or something and you're doing a podcast about paying for your funeral, <laughs> okay, yeah. um, you're Probably not going to have um, everybody rolling in the aisles, are you? No. Um, you'll be carried down the aisles, maybe, but not uh, rolling in them. So, you know, it doesn't have to be funny. The main thing is it just needs to be interesting. Should they have a structure? I would think so, yes. The best thing about any particular story that uh-huh. you're telling is that it has a beginning, a middle and an end. So think about how it's going to pan out and think about those bullet points and think about how it's going to end because you want people to get to that point and you'll want people to hang around for the next one. True. And at the end of this one, remember, I'm still going to put you on the spot with regards to yes, those, those other yeah. industries and come up with them, yeah. some ideas. What are the benefits of an SME having a podcast? I think exposure is a good thing. Steady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awareness. Anything mm. that builds brand awareness, awareness of what you do, awareness of who you are, that can only ever be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can share details of your products and services, but it, you'd probably be wrong to turn a podcast into a 15 minute commercial. That shouldn't mm. be how it works. But people a- will naturally flock to your business when they've seen it anyway. So you don't necessarily need to make it a hard sell because the fact that people are listening to it or watching it is a good sign anyway. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. And I think an audience is genuinely interested to hear about what your business can, is about. Mm. If you're a small business, you might consider yourself to be a family-run business. That's great because you've got all that heritage. You've got mm. you know the history of your family, especially if you've been in business for 50 years plus. You've got all that history that you can turn into a series of really interesting programmes. Every product and service that you make has some kind of history to it. Say, for example, you're a glass... You make glassware like this. That's a really fascinating how it's made on TV. Mm. Over 300 episodes, I think they've done how things are done. So (laughs) claim a bit of that airtime for yourself and do your own podcast or talk to somebody to help you out to do one for you. Just the side effect of that will no doubt mean that people will get to know who you are, get Mm. to know where you are, what you do, and inevitably that will increase your exposure and you may well get more revenue from it. It just will happen. That's all very well, but once one has been recorded, what happens next? How does it get distributed? Well, you can, of course, make it available for download on your website, Mm -hmm. so you can distribute it through channels that you own. You can put it on your social media outlets, your social media channels, your Twitter, LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. Facebook. You can easily attach audio downloads to those particular platforms. You could also actually send the link to your audience base or your contacts, Mm -hmm. actually physically share it as well. Oh, crumbs, actually. You know what you could do? What, what, what? You could put it on a cassette. Oh, yes. I still <laughs> have cassette players. Yeah, I love them. I go into charity shops. I avidly buy cassettes. 
But I suppose the best thing is that these things can be listened to anywhere. Yeah. Can't they? So I think that's um, a really good point. A lot of people are now listening to podcasts instead of music when they're going on long journeys and so on. Hopefully somebody will be doing something far more interesting than us when actually listening to this. Yeah. I listen to podcasts all the time. I don't know about you. I do at weekends in the morning uh-huh. when I've just woken up and I think, oh, I haven't got to go to work. So, And the TV's boring. So I will listen to a podcast then, usually films, Mark Kermode, those sort of things. Uh-huh. Mm. Where do you listen to them in terms uh, it, of what you're doing at the time? Mind your own business. But uh, I will go as far as saying that I am still in bed when this is happening. Okay. Mm. All right. I tend to listen to them on the move. Really? Yes. Mm. So I do a lot of travelling for work, as you mm. know. Mm. So if I'm on the train and I'm going yeah, to London. I'm surprised you're here now. <laughs> yeah. It makes a change, doesn't it, actually, for me to be working. If I'm on the train going to London, for example, mm. I, Devon to London, that's a long journey. Yeah, it's yeah. a great way of making the journey go quicker. Mm. Or if I'm having to drive somewhere, I'll stick them on in the car. Mm. I'm not a sort of person who will listen to a podcast whilst I'm going for a run. I need music for that. Yeah. But that's the beauty, isn't it? Because... Mm. It's the sort of thing that you can fit in and mm. make it work for you. You can fit it into your lifestyle because it's on demand. You listen to a podcast or a video cast as mm. and when you want to. Yeah. I want to ask, we've already spoken about editing mm-hmm. and in terms of actually putting a piece of content together, putting the story together. Yeah. Are there any other top tips that you would give somebody wanting to start one, do one, have one produced in order to make something sound really, really cool? I think just to basically think about what people will find interesting, talk to people, listen to other podcasts, go around your business and talk to colleagues, talk to customers and ask them what they find interesting about your product or your business and ask them what they would want to hear about that they haven't previously known. And once you've got a general idea of what people want to hear, that's the best place to start, I would think. Just one person talking alone? Well, this is what you were saying about making time go quickly when you're listening. I think the more natural it sounds, the better. So it depends on the subject matter. If it's something serious, as we were saying, it might be an idea just to have the CEO making an announcement as such. Or if it's something that is more news-like, where you want to be interviewed, then we can get an interviewer in to do Mm -hmm. that. Or if it's something more light-hearted, then get a couple of people in and have a conversation rather than making it something more like an announcement. All right, then. So I promised that I would think of three... areas three business areas and Mm. you're going to have to come up with ideas Mm -hmm. for a podcast or a series of podcasts right on the spot okay all right yeah yeah. the first one that i have written down here whilst i think of the other two is solicitors okay if you're soliciting i think the best thing to do would be to split your podcast into subject matter because one of those things that there's too much to put into one podcast so Split it into various segments and then ask people what they want to know about those subjects. Uh Because a lot of people get confused when it comes to things that are legal. So there will be a lot of questions. So do it as a QA. and a Good. I like that idea. Mm. Okay. um, This is particularly visual and probably a bit nasty to give you as a subject, but interior designers. Okay. That's something that would be good as a video because you could go around and ask people, what are their tips for interior design and you could use things from your business your products in order to do videos where you are guiding people through what to do so it could be almost like a qvc style thing where you show people how to use these products all right how would to it, get the best out of would them. it translate to audio what if you know, yeah i don't see why not because people have been cooking on the radio for years so i don't see why oh, people can't true. do diy and interior design on the radio that's a really good mm. point yeah all right and the third and final one 
carpet cleaners. I'm a carpet cleaner. I clean mm-hmm. the carpets. Okay. Um, well, I'd be interested to know why somebody got into that business in the first place. I mean, you could do that as the first one could be, why did I decide to do carpet cleaning as a business? Because people would want to know. And also, that could then lead on to various interesting spillages and stains they've come across over the year and how they've got rid of them. All right, especially some of the stains in this studio right now. Yes, that's yeah. just nerves. All right, well, I think that pretty much covers everything. I'd like to say thank you very much for listening. I'm, yes. I'm sure you've found it's been an absolute pleasure. It has for me. Yeah, and we'd like to hear your thoughts. And if you have any questions, you can always get in touch via the website, freshairgroup.co.uk or tweet us at the production studios at Fresh Air Studios. 